Ruth was about to lose her home, her land, everything. She would be counted among the homeless. Then there he was, the one who promised to deliver her out of all her debt, Boaz. And he gave her something money could not buy. Listen closely as we learn about promises fulfilled, debts dissolved, and a Redeemer who restores eternal life and everlasting love. This is Stephanie Wright. Thank you for joining us today. Let's get started. We are continuing in the book of Ruth. Definitely the book of Ruth is very short, four chapters, but it is an awesome, awesome book. It is talking about a woman who was a heathen, but she came to become a proselyte Jew because she accepted the Jewish faith. Praise God. So today we are looking at Boaz, and we talked last time about how Ruth basically proposed to Boaz, and that was okay in that time. It was customary. Now we come to the chapter, chapter 4, where Boaz said he would fulfill the promise to Ruth that he would marry her. But he could not marry her because there was one other person who was her kinsman who had first right to marriage. And before Boaz could propose to her, this first kinsman had to be given the opportunity to proposed to her. And we said that Boaz was a man of integrity. So as we're talking about wives, when you when your Boaz comes to you, you need to find out, is he a man of integrity? Um, the men who are watching, are you men of integrity? Those of you who are not looking for a husband or a wife, are you still men and women of integrity that God can look to and rely on for integrity. Boaz was a man of integrity. He did things properly and in order. And as we look at verse 1, we see that he begins to fulfill the promise. In verse 2, he goes and he gets 10 witnesses to come together as he approaches the first kinsman. And I will refer to this other relative who had first right. I will call him first kinsman. He approaches the first kinsman and basically said, this property is in foreclosure. Ruth was not proposing marriage to Boaz for the sake of marriage. She almost had to propose marriage because the land... Naomi's land was in foreclosure. Basically, that's the way I have to explain this. If Ruth had not married or did not marry Boaz, Naomi and Ruth were in a position where they were going to be put off of their property. It is not the way today, the way it was then. Women can go get a loan from the bank and they can get their property out of foreclosure. But in this particular case, in this day and age, you had to marry, as a woman, you needed a man. You had to have a man at that time. You didn't have a choice because the, only the men could own property. I think there may have been one exception uh, in the Bible. But the bottom line is, 
even though Ruth, she did love Boaz, and Boaz loved her, but nevertheless, she still needed to have Boaz or the first kinsman to marry her. Because if they had, if she had not gotten married, they were going to lose the land. You, everybody understands what, what it means when we talk about a house going into foreclosure. Okay? Amen. So Boaz goes to the first kinsman and he says, listen, the land that Naomi owns that belonged to Elimelech, her husband who died, is in foreclosure. Do you want to buy the land? Because you have the first right to it. Well, the first kinsman, because listen, he's, he did not even given a name in, in Ruth, in the book of Ruth in chapter 4. They don't even give him a name. He's just called the you know, first kinsman. So the first kinsman says, sure, I'll buy the land. Boaz says, if you're going to buy the land, you also, and I don't like the term purchase, but that's basically what they say, purchase Ruth. You have to marry Ruth too. So that's what he tells the first kinsman. But the first kinsman says, uh, oh, no, I don't want to marry Ruth. I, I don't mind taking the land, but I don't want to marry Ruth because it's going to mar my inheritance. Now, the best explanation that I have in the brief study I did is that he was basically saying, what am I going to get out of this? Because if he marries Ruth and they have a son, then the son comes into the inheritance of that property. So basically, bottom line is, this is a man who was more concerned about what he was going to get out of this relationship, more so than what Ruth and uh, Naomi were going to get out of this. So this is the difference between Boaz and the first kinsman. He, Boaz was more concerned about Ruth. This chapter four is about redemption. It is about being redeemed. That is what is, it is about. And as you continue to read in, four, in chapter four of Ruth, we find that what Boaz did, he challenged the, the first kinsman who said, no, I don't want the property. And the custom was to take off your shoe. <laughs> so he took off his shoe. And the bottom line is uh, Boaz ended up being the one who owned the property. He took off his shoe. And so just read it and see the process. This is about redemption today. So Boaz did redeem Ruth. Boaz did redeem the land and he redeemed Ruth and he saved Naomi and Ruth from basically being put off their property, being put out on the street. He further blessed Ruth and Naomi. As you read in the book of Ruth in chapter 4, they had a son that was Obed and what happens is Naomi the one who had lost her husband, had lost both of her sons. She is now redeemed as a, a mother again, because even though she's the grandmother, it makes it sound as if she's saying, this is my baby, <laughs> this is my son. So she is redeemed through this. The most beautiful thing that I have found in this scripture, Boaz is a type of Christ. He is a type of of Christ because Jesus is the one who redeemed us. Our souls were in foreclosure, people. Our souls were in foreclosure. Satan was getting ready to foreclose on all of our souls. He was ready to take us and we needed 
to be delivered. We needed a savior. And that savior was Jesus Christ. He stepped up. He was not the first kinsman. The first kinsman would be like Adam. It would be like Adam, the first man who sinned, who could not redeem us. And Jesus comes along and he says, I will be sure that this soul, that Stephanie's soul, is not going to be foreclosed upon. That Stephanie is going to be saved. So he stepped in and he took that potential for a foreclosure on my soul, foreclosure on your soul. And, you know, when they talk about foreclosing on property, you have all kinds of things. you got taxes that have to be paid, back taxes. And this is probably what Ruth and Naomi were looking at, back taxes that had to be paid. And uh, they had liens. A lien is a L-I-E-N. That means that somebody has come and said, she owes me money. He owes me money. So before they can sell this house, I have some entitlement to this property. So before you can sell the property, you have to be sure that all the liens, L-I-E-N-S's, are paid off. So Jesus comes along and he says, I'm going to take care of those taxes, that unrighteousness. I'm going to take care of all of the past transgressions. And I'm taking care of them through the, the stripes. I'm taking care of the, the sickness that is there. All of those past transgressions, sin, sickness, everything that we had. Satan was ready to foreclose on us, but Jesus stepped up and he said, I will be your redeemer. That is what chapter four in the book of Ruth is about. It is about redemption, people. Read it. Read that scripture. Read it. It is uh it's it's just a, a whole different way to, to view chapter four. So the bottom line is Ruth is redeemed, Naomi is redeemed. They they have their property. We are redeemed. And I think of that soul, that song, my soul has been redeemed. Redeemed, my soul has been redeemed. Really, the whole book of Ruth is about redemption. It is about redemption. So what do you need to be redeemed from today? Whatever you have that you need to be redeemed from, I'm here to tell you that Jesus is ready to redeem you. There is nothing absolutely nothing that you are going through. I don't care how bad it is. I don't care how ugly it is. There is nothing that you cannot be delivered from, redeemed from. Whatever your worst thing is that you are going through right now, you need to remember that Jesus took that on the cross. That Jesus' blood was shed so that you could be delivered. That Jesus' blood was shed so that you could know the glory of God in your life. So whatever it is, okay, we're going to hurt you, your experience right now. Somebody is hurting right now. Somebody has been through a really bad experience with a relationship. Uh, someone has hurt your feelings, give it to Jesus. Everything, everything, everything. I don't care what it is, anything. Your soul has been redeemed. You are redeemed today. 
through Jesus Christ and through the blood and what he has done. So right now, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you for the book of Ruth. And we thank you for this book on redemption. Thank you so much for um, joining us today. This concludes our journey in the book of Ruth. It is comforting to know that we have a Redeemer, Jesus Christ, our rich relative, who gave more than money. He gave his life that we might live an abundant life now and forevermore. This is Stephanie Wright. Thank you for joining us today.